and we certainly do thank God for what you do. Every day we pass by those dressed in the common, ordinary garb of an everyday workforce, and yet the truth is there are heroes among us even here this morning. We are thankful that you're here. We have a special meal for all of our celebrated guests and members today. As soon as service is over, we invite you to our family center where they have a meal prepared for you. I believe when service is over, also, they have a fire truck that's supposed to be here for our kids to see. And also, I think there's a patrol officer's car out in the parking lot. So if you want to go see what it looks like on the inside, if you've never been on the inside of a cop car, (laughs) this is your opportunity to do it and not have to worry about the consequences. Amen. Just for a few moments, and I will be brief this morning, I'd like to turn your attention for that time to the book of Hebrews chapter 12 and just very quickly read a few verses of scripture if you don't mind to stand in honor of the word of God it said wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your mind. Ye have not yet resisted unto blood, striving against sin. And everyone said amen. My subject this morning, real life heroes. And everybody said amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Researcher James Patterson and Kim, uh, Peter Kim, did some research recently, and they reported in their uh, work called The Day America Told the Truth that 70% of Americans say that they have no living hero. 70% of Americans have no living hero. When I began to prepare for this service this morning, I came across some startling and yet truthful information about the state of our country. A few years ago, the World Almanac and Book of Facts asked 2008 grade students to name prominent people that they admired and that they wanted to be like. And those young people most frequently mentioned either celebrities or athletes. The commentary of the man doing research said that of the 30 prominent personalities that were mentioned, there was not a statesman, there was not an author, there was not a doctor, 
there was not an architect, there was not an astronaut mentioned. In fact, the only thing that had captured the imagination of these young people were entertainers and athletes. And so he further suggested from his research that heroes and heroines created by our society are people who have made it big, but not necessarily are they big. They have made it big, but not necessarily people who have actually done big things. It was Walter Anderson who said it best. He said, today our leaders are stars, not heroes. Stars surround themselves by crowds, but heroes walk alone. Stars have to consult their focus group or find out what the conventional wisdom of the hour is, but true heroes consult their conscience. In a cynical age that now accepts the tarnished coin of celebrity in place of true heroic virtues, I would like for a few moments to pull out of Scripture what a real hero looks like. Amen. Say, everybody say a real hero. You know, when most of us think of a hero, we think of the fictional characters that we have no doubt read about in comic strips or seen in some kind of movie form, either Superman or Batman or Superwoman or the Incredible Hulk. And the reason that they are super people is because they have super strength and they have the ability to fly or disappear or they have the ability to save people and they wear these freaky costumes. <clears throat> and we call them heroes. The thing about these heroes is that in order to make them a hero, they have to have a cape, and they have to have supernatural power, and they have to have a name in order to identify them as being something cool. But my question this morning is, is that really what a hero is? Is, is that what you need in order to become or be a real hero? Do you need a cape? Do you need this unique costume or do you need a name to be able to make a difference or to help make life better for somebody? You see, the fact is we have real heroes sitting among us today, not only our honored guests, but many others who sit here this morning that do not have superpowers and they don't wear some freaky costume and they don't have a cool name like Superman, but every day they live, they do things that are worthy of honor. You see, a real hero is a person who sacrifices their reputation and their life in a selfless manner for the help of others. A real hero is a person who inspires people and who gives them hope. A real hero is someone who helps 
others and expects nothing in return. A real hero is someone who is brave and courageous no matter what the circumstances might be. The name James Butler Bonham may be familiar to a few of you, may be more familiar to those who love history, but James Bonham was one of the lesser-known men in the Alamo. He, he didn't carry the weight of a Davy Crockett or a Jim Bowie, but his horse beats, his horse's hoofs beat an, a sound that brought with it a, a, a consciousness that if there's anything that could define a hero, what James Bonham did was heroic. You see, when the Alamo was under siege and things were looking bleak, it was James Bonham who escaped and he made his way through the Mexican forces 95 miles away to Goliad where he pleaded for reinforcements. But the commander there said that he could not afford to release any of his troops. And so Bonham was faced with this idea that the Alamo was doomed, that unless they received that help, they were certainly going to be defeated. And with that knowledge, James Bonham, knowing that the Alamo was doomed, turned around and rode his horse 95 miles back through the Mexican military back into the Alamo so he could die with those men who stood there to fight for Texas freedom. Now his name isn't often mentioned, but it was his horse and the hoofbeats that sound the echo this morning in my own heart. No one faced the odds more squarely than he did, and no one had more options than he did. He could have easily stayed in Goliad, for he had escaped the Mexican army. He could have stayed in safety's realm. He could have gone on with another band of men, but he chose to go back and fight with those men who remained. And though his life would end early at only 29 years of age, he did not let that factor into his decision. You see, in modern idioms, the replacement of self-respect is with self-serving. And men of his capacity and his character are not often seen among us. And if I could call out anything, I would want you to hear the hoofbeats of that man who gave his own testimony and expressed his own desire better than my words that I would rather live a life of courage than live a life of fear. Amen. Today we celebrate real life heroes. Not supermen, not superwomen, but real life heroes. People like Bonham. It is important that I distinguish the reason why we have called it real life heroes. Because what we're talking about is not make-believe. What we're talking about is not celebrity. It's not Hollywood stuntmanship. We are talking about common, 
everyday people who dress up in a uniform of an officer or a fireman or a military service and they go to their duty not knowing what that day might hold but knowing they have a responsibility and a commitment. And today we applaud you for the courage to get up and do that. But you're not the only ones that have courage today. There are some mothers that are sitting on these pews this morning that in my estimation are some of the greatest heroes in all of the world because when all of the odds have been against them, they have remained true to their calling and they have given to their families the very best that they could give them. When people abandoned them, they kept going. When people walked away from them, they did not let them deter them from the responsibility of raising their children. And I applaud them this morning. There are husbands and, and men here today who in my estimation are heroes because heroes are people who show up no matter what. They show up no matter what and they don't call in sick and they don't use the system and they don't check out and they don't excuse themselves because of the inconvenience of problems. I love my family dearly and over the last couple of years I've had the privilege of officiating in the funerals of many of my family members and uh, their memorial service. And I have found that the more I have reflected on those people, the more I honor them and respect them. My own father was a man in most estimation. He was just a common man. He only had one good eye, but he was a hero of heroes. When he was just a young man, his own family broke up. His father abandoned him virtually and went off doing his own thing. And his mother, who was a school teacher under the pressure of that load, had a nervous breakdown. And they had to put her away in a hospital to care for her. And while she was there, she went blind. And so my dad's two younger sisters had nowhere to go. But instead of letting that be an excuse for him to run away, my dad said, come on in, girls. I'm going to help raise you. And so he brought in his two younger sisters. And in the process of all that, he himself was just newly married. And so he had his new family, but he had his extended family that he would not abandon. He didn't have to do that. Nobody came by and clapped their hands and applauded him. But every day my dad got up to do the best he could to provide for his family because the circumstances of life had not dealt him an even hand. And there are people just like that on these pews. If we were to take your life and dissect it, it's anything but perfect, but you're here today. And I want to clap my hands and applaud you for being here today. You could have coughed out. You could be strung out on drugs. You could be an excuse to society, but you have chosen to keep going in spite of everything that's against you. To me, that's what a real hero is. You see, Robert Emerson had it best. He said a hero 
is no braver than any ordinary man, but he is brave five minutes longer. Amen. That's what a real hero is. So what does it take to make a real hero? What does a real hero look like? If you were to take your Bible and begin in Genesis and begin looking from cover to cover, you would find it filled with many examples of the heroes of Scripture. But if you go to Hebrews 11, you find a condensed history of those heroes of faith. And it is a showcase of qualities of real-life heroes. They are not celebrities of any kind. They are just ordinary people like you and I. Their badge of distinction that they wear is that they simply wanted to make a difference in life in some way. Their badge was simply this, that whatever their lot in life was, they remained consistently loyal to their service to God. It didn't matter what their mistakes were. It didn't matter that they often even had poor judgment. They somehow rose above it all. And though no one is perfect and no one is without their faults, they did not allow their imperfection or their faults to become an excuse. Their motivation was simply this, a desire to please God, a desire to bless their family, a desire to produce something for the future generation that would be better than what they had. And so you read them, you read their names often. They are found there in Scripture. They lost possessions. They had to leave their family. They walked alone, and yet they served God. They suffered personal setbacks. They would not be denied their eternal victories. They were heroes of the greatest kind. Who among us has not suffered some kind of loss today? And who among us has not been disappointed or had tragedy come to our life or we've suffered humiliation or defeat and in the midst of our circumstances we have asked ourselves can anyone endure these blows can anyone stand up under these pressures can anyone retain morality and spiritual integrity and light of such circumstances can a person successfully serve God anytime anywhere under any circumstance under any condition and my answer is simply look at Hebrews 11 Abel everybody say Abel 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 was a man just like the men sitting here but he was a hero because he found out what was important to God and he pursued that and he did that. That's what made Abel a hero. Enoch is another name that appears and Enoch was a man who simply walked with God and he was a Hebrew or or a hero not because he was a Hebrew but because he kept time and step with God and not with his culture and not with the social surroundings of his life. Noah was a hero because he worked for the benefit of others. The Bible said he built an ark 
for the saving of his family. Abraham was a hero because of his sacrifice and his selflessness. When you look at the life of Abraham, you find a man who was always willing to obey and always willing to go. Sarah's name appears in Scripture, and she is a hero because she counted God faithful to fulfill his promises. Isaac appears, and his name is there because he kept his eyes on things to come. He could have easily been lost between generations. You've got Abraham on one side and Jacob on the other. And in the middle was this insignificant man named Isaac. And yet the Bible said Isaac pursued the things of God and he kept his eyes on things to come, the future. Jacob was a name that is mentioned. And you want to talk about a man who had faults and was imperfect. And yet he is a hero this morning because he wrestled down that old man that was in him so that the God-man could be found. Joseph's name appears. He's a hero because of his faithfulness. Moses is a hero because of his meekness. Ruth is a hero because of her loyalty. Joshua is a hero because of his undying faith. Daniel is a hero, hero because of his boldness and his courage. Stephen was a Hebrew, hero because of his compassion. And Jesus, the greatest of all, was the hero of heroes because he did not look to himself, but he looked beyond that to what he could do for all of us. Amen. The qualities that make real heroes are not whether they have a beautiful voice or beautiful looks or whether they have the cape or whether they have the real neat name or some freaky costume. What makes real heroes simple things like courage, meekness, faithfulness, perseverance, loyalty, compassion, mercy, faith, boldness, selflessness, sacrifice. That's what makes real heroes. You know what I think? I think we need to start a revolution. It would be great if it could begin at Greater Life Church and we could shake up our culture right now and redefine what heroes are. I am sick up to here. I'm going to be politically incorrect for a little while, all right? Forgive me, guest. But I am sick up to here to guys like Bruce Springsteen, whatever is Springsteen, Springsteen, Brian Adams, refusing to go into a state because they don't like a certain law in that state. And our culture bows down. My question is, what has Bruce Springsteen ever done to make America great? What has he ever done to make us better than we are other than to sing about rebellion and do his drugs and be drunk half the time? You know who I want to elevate as heroes? 
I, don't, I want to elevate mothers who get up in the morning and say, I know what our culture says, but this is what the Word of God says, kids. And so this is what we're going to live for. As for me and my house, this is what we're going to stand up. What I want are men who can stand up and not be afraid of taking the licks, but saying, you know what? I'm not bowing to that image. You can throw me into the fire if you want to. If I burn, I burn. But I'm not bowing down. I am sick. of, And Satan's doing a great job of... He, he, has, he, has, he, he has taken away what a real hero is. And he has replaced it with this counterfeit stuff of Kardashians and... Am I not telling you the truth this morning? I am sick of reality TV. That's not reality. This is reality. People that pay their taxes and pay their bills and observe the laws of the land and they don't steal and they don't cheat and they don't murder that's the hero of our country. And it's about time that somebody had enough courage and guts to stand up and say, you know what? We're going to change this image. We're going to have a paradigm shift and start elevating the real heroes, the officers of our community, the firefighters of our community, men and women who serve in various capacities, the mothers and dads who get up on a daily basis and they just remain faithful. They're not, they, they don't put on a costume in the morning and, and, and run to the door and throw it open and rip apart their cloak to show their symbol, whatever it is. They just get up and put their clothes on and walk out into the world and they try to make a difference. They try to make their world better. They try to make their community better. They try to help where they can. That's what our world needs. That's what this community needs. It needs men and women and young people who will get on their feet and say, that is not what a real hero is. This is what a real hero is. Faithfulness, meekness, kindness, love, compassion, loyalty. Those are the things that make for real heroes. I would dare every mother and dad in this building to go home this morning and begin to ask your children and their friends just who their heroes are. You might be shocked. But if you are shocked, let me give you some encouragement. What you need to do is to highlight the prayer warriors and highlight the faithful men and women of the church and the Sunday school teachers that go up and take care of your kids on Sunday morning so you can have an hour of peace and quiet. Yeah. And they don't get paid for it either. <laughs> Amen. 
celebrate those who can really make a difference and are making a difference in our community, in our world. And let's elevate what a real hero is. A real hero is a man who is more interested in following God than his culture. A woman who is more interested in doing the will of God than they are doing the will and whim of passing fads and fashions. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. Real life heroes. They're among us right now. And I applaud all of you today. I applaud young people who have had the courage to go into their school. And though they are not allowed to pray or bring their Bibles, they have found a way through a, a, a Bible study program to reach out to the young people in their school with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I applaud them for doing that. I, I think we ought to take, our, take a moment and, and just give honor to them for, for, get, for doing that. I am thankful for men who go on their job and when others encourage them to cheat or to cut back, they refuse to lower themselves to that level. I want to applaud you today. That's That's the kind of people we're trying to elevate. I want to thank all of you, all of all of those who have gathered today for what you do to make our, our country and our city and our families better. But all of you can be a hero if you'll just try. If you'll just hang in five minutes longer. Amen. If you won't cow, in to, cow down to the pressures that are around you and on you, but understand there's something higher that's calling us. And that's a standard of God, righteousness, and truth. Reach over and grab somebody by the hand right now. Let's pray together. Holy Ghost, we feel your presence here right now.